likes going to the grocery store. You have to pick up the car, head to the store, shop amongst the covid masses, stand in line for hours at checkout, then drive all the way back home only to have to lug your groceries into the house. Well, what if you were able to get all your groceries delivered right to your door with savings up to 50% off of the big guys? Brian, your Thrive Market order has arrived. Thrive Market is one of the top grocery store alternatives on the market, featuring hundreds of products for specific diets and lifestyles. So, you eating paleo or Whole30, or you live in that keto life? Perhaps you have celiacs, like yours truly, and you want some gluten-free options that actually taste good. Side note, Thrive literally has one of the best gluten-free pizza crusts I've ever had. Literally have it every single week. And here's what's even better. Not only do all orders over $49 get free shipping, but members of the Brian Nichols Show audience get 20% off their first order, plus get one month of their Thrive membership for free. So head over to the show notes and click the link for your exclusive Thrive Market offer and start skipping the grocery store today. Can I pause for a second and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. (laughs) Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. The Brian Nichols Show is the fastest growing liberty podcast that brings together people from all means of political thought as we seek to have meaningful conversations about the issues you care about. At The Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave the audience educated, enlightened, and informed. And now your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on today's fun-filled episode. Yes, we are in store for another phenomenal guest. And this guest, honestly, I don't know how she has time to sleep, quite literally and figuratively, because she spends most of her time over on Clubhouse. Yes, you guys likely know of her, or at least you've seen her in the greater libertarian world. One Jess Mears joins the Brian Nichols Show today. She is the queen of Clubhouse and digging into how Clubhouse as a medium and a tool for the greater libertarian movement can help us reach more people having very interesting conversations and serve as a tool to help network. A great conversation with the ever-wonderful Jess Mears. So that being said, on the show, Jess Mears here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, Jess Mears. My goodness. You are, number one, I think the queen of Clubhouse. Number two, what haven't you been doing in greater libertarian party politics? Now, most folks here who are who are joining the program likely know your face from LP National or working as you crossed how many states was it with Joe Jorgensen and her campaign there back in 2012? So, my goodness, Jess, you've made an, a, a face for yourself and a name for yourself. But how about this? For those Brian Nichols Show audience listeners who are new to the Jess Mears experience, who are you and what's your role in libertarian politics? So, I have been a libertarian since I was in high school. And I've been an activist since I was in college. I have formed a libertarian club at the college level. I then after college moved to a retirement community in Florida for a few years. So I started a libertarian club at a retirement community. I formed county affiliates. I've been a state party leader. I've worked on the 2016 Johnson Weld campaign as the advanced person for Gary and Bill. And then in 2020, I was Dr. Jorgensen's aide as well as her deputy campaign 
campaign manager. We went to 40 states together, but the campaign got casually. to 48 states. 40 states between, casually. Goodness, Jess. Yeah, just 40 states during a pandemic. No big deal. And um, between Joe and Spike, they reached 48 states, campaigned at 180 stops. We out-campaigned Trump and Biden. And a journalist, James Varney, in the Washington Washington Times said that Dr. Jorgensen was campaigning like a top-tier candidate. And I... I am so proud of that news article because it was the team that I was working with that built the ground game for the campaign. And I think we did a fantastic job. Um, And I hope it's the last time libertarians ever have to campaign during a pandemic. (laughs) I hope it's the last time any of us have to campaign during a pandemic, Jess, because last year was weird. Um, But things still are kind of weird. Uh, Here we are. We're recording here on June 1st. And I look around. I think things are still starting to kind of get back to normal. However, I'm in Philly. I know we're still having the mask mandates and we will have mask mandates for the foreseeable future. So, you know, I know there are places, especially big cities, things aren't getting back to normal. And a lot of people are saying, okay, well, maybe this red team, blue team hasn't worked out for me and I'm looking for alternatives. And lo and behold, now I teased it in the intro there, Jess, there have been alternatives for people to learn about this new information that's out there. And and in one of these mediums that's out there now is Clubhouse. Now, I was one of those Android users who I didn't have the chance to uh, get in on Clubhouse when it was big and brand new and shiny. Um, However, I did have the chance to get in with Clubhouse here on the Android version as Android came out with their uh, version of Clubhouse. So thankfully, I now have a chance to partake. But Yes, I'm sure like myself and many others out there, they're still trying to learn what is Clubhouse. And for the folks out there who maybe are getting new to the Liberty Movement, this is a great chance for them to quite literally sit and listen to some of the best minds out there talking in the Liberty Movement. So how about this? Set the stage for us. Clubhouse, what is it and what's the value to libertarians? Yeah, so I got on Clubhouse back in January when a friend reached out to me and said they wanted to get on it. And I downloaded the app and a friend let me in. Right now it's invite only and it's very new, emerging and disruptive social media. And for your listeners who haven't been on it yet, I'm going to try to explain it to them. Um, It's audio only. And the thing I love the most about it is you don't have to get dressed up. Nobody's going to see what you look like. The only thing that you can do on this app is either talk or listen. That's it. And you might be thinking like, is this like party lines from the 90s? These are references I've heard, but I don't remember party (laughs) lines from the 90s. Um, But that's what people are kind of calling it. But I tend to use it more of as a platform for I learn. I am learning so much. I It's like getting a master's degree in a topic. If you want to learn about something, you can actively learn on Clubhouse. I'm networking. I have made some of the most incredible connections in my entire life on Clubhouse. Um, let's talk about Milton Friedman's grandson later. 
And I'm making friends too. I have made a global base of friends that I'm going to be meeting up with in the near future um, just because we've made this friendship on Clubhouse. So between learning, between networking, between making friends and experiencing new things, this platform is something I couldn't be any more enthusiastic about. So that's why I'm joining you today to share with your listeners what is it about Clubhouse that is first like, what is this platform? But then also why should libertarians be on Clubhouse? Right. And so that, that's what I want to dig into with you. Perfect. That And that's what a segue, Jess, because that's exactly the question that I wanted to see answered because in, in sales, we always talk about value. And for libertarians, mm-hmm. I think so. One of the, the objections, I just had Jeremy Todd in the show here back uh, this past week talking about objections. And one of the objections I've heard to Clubhouse has been that, well, we already have podcasts galore, Jess. Why do we need another thing? So what to right. that objection, what are you going to say there? So when it comes to social media, I tend to find Facebook and Twitter are kind of hostile, kind of toxic, um, kind of leave me feeling worse than I felt before I started like checking in on what's going on on social media. But with Clubhouse, it's the complete opposite experience. I feel invigorated. I feel enthused. I feel more knowledgeable afterwards. So it's a platform that is really about community. And because you have to, when you're participating, instead of just listening, when you're when you are actually talking with people and engaging in dialogue, it really forces people to be much more civil. Mm. People don't actually like to yell at others, <laughs> but they might type like they might rage type their opinions. Caps but when lock. you actually when you can hear somebody's response rather than wait for it when, when you're waiting for the response, you're you're actually going to have a much more civil conversation than you would if you were rage typing on Twitter. Right. So um, it's a platform that is much more conducive to having civil dialogue and where people are going to exchange information and knowledge and actually receive it. And I've seen this many times. There is one of the most trending rooms on Clubhouse that went for seven days straight recently was Israelis and Palestinians meet. And it went and had like over 300,000 people drop by this room and listen in on the conversation. And this is one of the most hot topics in our society today. And so people are actually breaking down barriers between each other and trying to meet each other where they're at and have these kinds of really tough conversations. And why should libertarians get on this platform? Well, if if we don't get on it, then other people are utilizing this platform without us being there and without us being present. And I think the benefit is that you can join conversations and share the libertarian perspective while people are actively listening. And when it comes to podcasting, I have stopped listening to podcasts entirely since I used Clubhouse. I'm really sorry, Brian. Uh, I subscribe to your podcast, but I haven't heard it in weeks because I'm spending all of my free time on Clubhouse and um, doing all the things there. But what I really like about Clubhouse that's different from a podcast, it's live versus a lot of podcasts are pre-recorded. And that whole live element is pretty cool. Like you can have a live podcast that's live streaming or, and then you can go back and listen to it later. But because of Clubhouse, they, the way that they operate in their policies, you cannot record a room unless you have the consent of all of the speakers. Otherwise it violates their policy. I love that that recording goes away at the end, that the um, they record it in the background in case there's any like harassment issues, but then it goes away after an hour. 
But I love that because it means that people can speak more freely without thinking that they're being recorded and monitored or that anything they say can then be shared elsewhere. Of course, anytime you say anything, it could be recorded. But usually these conversations on Clubhouse are not going to be recorded. And so it goes away. It means that it forces you to listen in and engage while it's actually happening. It's a live conversation. But what I like about it when instead of just the podcast and just listening to something is that you can have the option of participating. You can ask a question. And I'd love to get in with you some of the conversations that I've jumped into, some of the things that I've hosted. Um, so like I've been learning a lot about space and who am I learning about space from? But the best people possible, like NASA's chief scientist, Jim Green, is on Clubhouse all the time. I've talked to him many, many times and asking him questions. It's not that easy to kind of reach these people and get access to them. But on Clubhouse, you get that access. I've talked to Dane Cook. Um, I asked him, he started this room. It was called Zen Anarchy. And I was like, oh, Dane Cook's talking about Zen Anarchy. Like, let me go find out what this is. It was just a random title. But I got a chance to jump into the conversation with him and talk about this concept of Zen anarchy. And I invited him to help me on a quest of achieving Zen anarchy here in America. And so that opened the door to me kind of like telling him like, hey, I'm, a, I'm an activist and I'm trying to do these things. And I would like to have Dane Cook as part of this, like this whole effort that I'm on. So like... Who's going to contact Dane Cook and ask him to become a libertarian? But I did it. Right. I did it for free. It costs zero dollars. That's awesome. That's so cool, Jess. And and mm -hmm. and like this is. So I was writing some stuff down because you you said one phrase, and audience here at the Brian Nichols Show was like, "She said that. She said the line. Meet people where they're at." And that's so important because if you're just talking to who you think your audience is, where you think they are, uh then chances are you're actually not going to hit the people you, you need to hit. In this case, you're you're entering into conversations with people who are already willfully engaging into those conversations. They're already entering into the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Dane Cook having a clubhouse group about anarchy. Now, granted, it probably was tongue-in-cheek, right? But you now can enter into a conversation with him live, completely organically. It's like if a podcast and in like a conversation and social media just kind of like birth this network because to your point it is organic in terms of the conversations don't stick around forever so think you know you, you're going to your office and you make some some you know quirky uh you know offhand remark to a co-worker and then you know you have a conversation about that offhand remark and it turns into a 20-minute conversation about god knows what and then you walk away and that conversation is yeah. gone forever right yeah. and that's just how kind of life is but to your point when we do these podcasts face to face they're recorded for Eternity for posterity, for the sake that we can go back and listen to it to pick up on little juicy nuggets that we didn't you know notice the first time. So I think one of the things that you're focusing on, it does kind of play to this authenticity. It requires us to be active and present in a real, like, as it's happening type of mentality. Now, here's the peek behind the curtain. I really haven't been in too involved in Clubhouse because usually, you uh, you guys are usually having the, the uh, Clubhouse events way past my bedtime, Jess. I'm, <laughs> I'm up at five in the morning to get my workout in. So I'm usually to bed, you know, lights out by 9 p.m., 9.30, somewhere in there. So I'm, I'm seeing these these Clubhouse event notifications the next day. And it's like, yeah. Jess Mir started at a Clubhouse event at 10 p.m. And I'm like, Jess, I've been asleep for an hour at that point. So maybe that's one thing that, you know, is as, uh, I would say a libertarian clubhouse or you can start to 
promote even more so is just that the idea that it is this this really organic conversation, number one, but number two, it does give you the chance, much like we talk about here from a sales perspective, to now quite literally enter into conversations in, in the way that people are already having those conversations in these organic groups. And you know what's funny, Jess? I didn't hear about Clubhouse originally from libertarians. You know where I heard it from? A sales podcast. I was listening to a sales mm-hmm. podcast and they're like, have you heard about this new Clubhouse thing? And I was like, ooh, what's Clubhouse? And I started hearing it's like, oh, it's uh, Apple only. It's for iPhone users only right now for invite only. Um, so I was like, oh, sadness. But I listened and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. I wonder if libertarians can use that. And then lo and behold, here you are. And you're, you you hop on the uh, the Clubhouse wagon and, and you've been really leading a charge. Now you, you teased it. You mentioned I think you said Milton Friedman's grandson you hinted at, but also yeah. other conversations you're having, which are across the board. Oh my awesome. Let's dig into some of those, Jess. What are some of the, uh, the okay. highlights you have? Well, one of the things that I love the most about Clubhouse is that just like, unlike a podcast, which say you have some podcasts and you're like, this podcast was really awesome. And I want to a friend, you can send that podcast link to a friend and you never know if they ever listen to it or not. But what I love about Clubhouse is you listen to something, you have this great conversation, and then it's gone. You can't send it to a friend. But what it forces you to do is to have that conversation with someone. So you might hear about something. And you're like, I want to talk about this with this person. And then you have to have that conversation in your own words, your own interpretation, what it meant to you. So I love that component of it's forcing people to go back to their own communities and share knowledge and share their experiences. So it's a very kind of like beautiful and um, ethereal, like almost experience that people are having where they're taking whatever happened on Clubhouse into their into their own world. And that's that's really where I think about meeting people where they're at is they're, they're coming back to their friends and their family and having those conversations. So I think that's really cool. Um, but in, in when I personally um, have a little bit of time to kill with my free time as we're kind of coming out of the pandemic and I've been spending an inordinate amount of time on Clubhouse, but it's because I'm using it for so many different purposes. I'm using it to host conversations that people want to hear about. I'm hosting, um, last week we had this room that had 1,200 people stop by and it had Dave Smith and Justin Amash as the primary speakers. And this got a lot of interest. People initially reached out to me and told me that they thought it was a mistake for Justin Amash and Dave Smith to participate in a conversation together. And so I was okay, whatever, we're doing it. This is going to be great. It's onto the platform because they wanted to hear it. And there's no way to hear it unless you actually come onto the platform and you make the time to listen to it. And the conversation went amazing. It, it really opened up a lot of opportunities for people to ask questions of both speakers and to kind of see the differences between these two individuals that people do presume might be front runners for the 2024 nomination. And Spike Cohen even joined. So this was like, a cool opportunity for people to see these individuals that may be presidential candidates in the future and kind of start testing out the waters of what does this look like? But when it comes to making friends and getting to know people, um, I have made an amazing group of friends on Clubhouse. It started in Silicon Valley. A lot of venture capitalists and tech gurus were the first people that were on this platform. And one of the people that, 
found me, listened to something I said, and then followed me on Clubhouse is a man named Mark Andressen. He invented the internet browser and he's following me on Clubhouse. Now we've never had a one-on-one conversation, but this, this guy, he could drop so much money on a project or something. Um, like this is a gold mine of a connection. Like the internet browser creator is following me on social media. I heard, I heard opportunity. So my sales guy, you know, Spidey tenses just tingled when you said the guy who invented the internet browser. I'm like, hold on. What, what kind of world am I living in? Right. No, no. All candidly, this is kind of like how I've been a little bit on LinkedIn. I'll get some people on LinkedIn who will follow me. I'm like, why, why, why are you following me of all people on LinkedIn? You're a multi, multi, multi millionaire over, but I guess I gave something of value that you took away and you're like, yeah, I, I like this. And I'm like, okay, but you just started to touch on this. This is even like the, the that networking to the next level because mm-hmm. he's in a, in a world where he's entering into this conversation in, in curiosity. And to your point, he has means he has. So he, there's a reason he's doing this. He must be in the mindset of, you know, he's looking for something like, you know, if, if you're looking at the buyer, you know, the buyer mentality, they're actively shopping in this case. So maybe he's actively yeah. shopping for something different that's out there. And that's something that I think Clubhouse is giving people an opportunity to really take advantage of is to kind of that almost man on the street. And and there's not how do I phrase this? There's not anonymity. anonymity there we go. That word's tough with mm-hmm. that. You are actually putting your name to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But there's not that kind of like that. Am I going to look stupid in asking this question for quite literally the world to see? And then it's there forever. And then it gets screenshotted. Right. And then 10 years later, they're like, Haha, remember how stupid you were. And like that stuff keeps coming back up because you asked that one question. So it almost, I would say, is is a less threatening means to enter into those conversations, Jess. It is giving us the chance to really not only talk about tough issues, but talk with people that maybe wouldn't normally talk together. So you mentioned Justin and Dave talking together and you mentioned where they disagree. But I think what's probably even more fascinating and and candidly, this is what I've heard in response to that clubhouse uh, event was it wasn't where they disagreed that people were fascinated, but rather where they agreed, where they yeah. all came together, where Spike, Justin, and Dave were, were coming at this realization that, yes, this is the path forward. This is how we can actually get this liberty unity idea going forward. That was something that I, even though I wasn't able to take part in it, was able to at least hear you know secondhand. And to your point, have, people had to explain what it was like. And you couldn't just go through and be like, oh, well, you know, Dave was a white supremacist or Justin was an establishment shill like that. You can't just like make those those grand you know generalizations because the people who are there, I'm hearing left and right, nothing but positive reviews. So it really does now place the actual like onus on what actually transpired on the people who were there. And I think that actually helps create more credibility in terms of the content, because Instead of trying to misread words and trying to you know, make somebody look bad because of an out of context, you know, quote, 
Now, instead of, you know, taking those little nitpicky things and placing them where you want to make your point, now it's a general theme. Now it's it's the overall, here's what the audience sentiment was. It's like, you know, you, you think about a concert when you, you talk to, you know, your, your parents and you listen to the 80s concerts they talked about, you know, going to see Van Halen or going to see, you know, ACDC live and the experience that, that they had. Now you can go and you can listen to Van Halen's 1984 album. It's not going to be as amazing as hearing... Eddie Van Halen rock out some jump on a synth keyboard live with hundreds of thousands of people around you and having just that that or that feeling that you just can't put the word on that's something I think that Clubhouse is able to take away and now give us the libertarians who let's be real Jess we have trouble sometimes articulating what it is that we believe and getting that kind of spark to translate over through social media. So it's actually giving us a really important tool in the tool belt on top of podcasts, on top of social media. Now, I think this is almost an advent in a new medium that's going to help bridge those world uh, those worlds together. And I think it's really going to help push us over the top. What I love the most is when um, I'm hosting these rooms and I've been hosting multiple rooms on various subjects. Many of them have had Congressman Justin Amash as one of the speakers and the people have the ability to come up on the stage. Uh, The stage is like the speaker's section of a clubhouse room and they get to participate. They get to have a conversation. They get to ask a question, make a comment and to give people the opportunity to share space with people that are their personal heroes is something that makes me so happy. Like on the Dave Smith and Justin Amash one, um, between there's Matt and Terry Kibbe were there, Justin Amash, Dave Smith, for people to be, and them people like, and I got to that opportunity makes me so overjoyed and I absolutely love it. When it comes to um, instead, so I use Clubhouse. It's like have these rooms that are like more tightly moderated that people can um, hear the conversation, but also engage in it. And then there's other ways to use it, like smaller social rooms. So I have a friend that I've made that worked with Peter Thiel, and he's an angel investor. And he's connected with some of the top people that are um, investors in this entire planet uh, and Milton Friedman's son. Um, I asked my friend like, Hey, this like investor dude that you're friends with that comes into these rooms sometimes and talks about philosophy and physics. Um, and this, this dude's name is Naval. If anybody knows who Naval is. And I said, could we just, um, shoot the shit with Naval sometime? And my friend said, uh, what kind of shooting the shit with Naval would you like to do? I was like, could we talk about my dating life? And he said, Absolutely not. He would not want to talk about your dating life with you. But then Milton Friedman's grandson said, oh, oh, you're single. Why don't you come to my birthday party? You can meet people at my birthday party. So that's how I got an invite to Milton Friedman's (laughs) grandson's birthday party. And I'm going. Okay. So maybe my soulmate's waiting for me there. Well, congrats, I guess, to be invited to Milton Friedman's grandson's birthday party via clubhouse i guess that's just i guess a sneak peek behind the curtain of what to expect 
over on Clubhouse. Yes. So how about this, Jess? Unfortunately, we are coming up to time here, so we want to make sure folks can go ahead. Number one, for the, the YouTube listener, they can see at Jess for Liberty. That's where they can go ahead and follow you. But how about for Clubhouse? For Android users, iPhone users, they want to get involved in the conversation. It's invite only, right? So how can they go ahead and get involved in this uh, awesome Clubhouse uh, conversation that's taking place? So I recommend, first of all, downloading Clubhouse app. It's called, it's Clubhouse Drop-In Audio. Download it on your phone and get on the wait list. And then I can also send a link so that way your listeners can get in, but it's not timeless, but they can at least um, in the next few weeks get into the app if they want to bypass the wait list. And so just download it, get on it. And it's really a a platform where you have to explore and play around. Like I've used it for so many different things, learning about space, networking, hosting conversations, and the libertarians that are finally getting on it after I've been going on podcasts and talking about it and, and inviting people to it, setting up Facebook events, they're finally now getting on it and they're creating their own community. I am, and I'm just to see libertarians are talking on clubhouse right now oh and tonight we're having a meeting with um with uh uh, jeff hewitt he's running for governor of california in the recall race so at 10 30 eastern time because people are off in the west coast and they they're the ones who really need to hear this conversation potential voters that's why it's so late also the other reason why things are so late is because the um the best conversations are between midnight and 4 a.m. when all of the Silicon Valley people get on. So it's destroyed my sleep schedule. But right now on Clubhouse, there is the first room that it shows me. It's showing me people that like I already know. I'm going to show it on the screen and then I'm going to read it. That way, anybody who's listening gets to see this. There's a room called Culinary Delights with Liberty Spice or something. Cajun Libertarian, Jimmy Lee, Jesse Gillum, Natalie Bruno, Matt Wright, Brian Lambrecht. Um, These are people that are, you can just like join the conversation right now and um, talk to them and, or listen to them. And um, yeah, so it's like, basically it's like, having a conversation and then just strangers can show up. And maybe the strangers are people you know, maybe they're not. Um, If you wanna have a private one-on-one conversation, um, you can do private rooms on Clubhouse, you can do public rooms, you can do social rooms that are just for people that you follow. Um, You can use it in so many different ways. And we really haven't gotten into today how to use Clubhouse. I just wanna have your listeners know that they should use it and why they should use it. So it's, it's, so serves so many purposes. Um, it can be a giant time suck, but to me, it's been worth it. And especially when the internet browser creator funds, whatever I want to do, it is so going to be worth it. <laughs> um, well, Jess, I'm hearing part two of the conversation definitely down the road. And how about this? Yeah. <sighs> part one of my conversation on clubhouse. I'll give you the keys. Let me know. We'll make it happen. Um, if we can do how it. How about we a- host a room together Let's and I'll show it. you how to use it. Let's do it. And if we can do it, maybe like on a weekend sometime where I'm not going to be exhausted. We'll do uh, it whenever you're well rested. Thank God. <laughs> thank you so much. Je- no, Jess, you're this, so is, welcome. this is great because you are literally bridging the worlds. And this is, again, how we're going to be able to help change the conversation going forward. Having more conversations over on Clubhouse led by the one and only Jess Mears. You can follow her over on Jess for Liberty. I will include the links 
in the show notes as well as the link to download the Clubhouse app. And Jess, we'll be looking for that link for you so you can then bypass the uh, the waiting list. But with that being said, Jess Mears, thank you for joining the Brian Nichols Show. Thank you so much. Before we wrap up, I want to tell you about an amazing new podcast. You longtime listeners of The Brian Nichols Show know him well, and that is one Brad Palumbo in his stellar new program, Breaking Boundaries. Join Brad as he interviews top writers, politicians, and thinkers from all across the political spectrum to give you a new perspective you won't find in the mainstream liberal media or right-wing echo chambers. From guests like Rand Paul to Glenn Greenwald, Brad is having conversations and focusing on issues that are driving America with the people who are in the driver's seats. So... Head over to your favorite podcast app, hit subscribe, strap in, and be prepared for some wild food takes like Rand Paul and his grand mayonnaise conspiracy. Again, that's Breaking Boundaries with Brad Palumbo, available in your favorite podcasting app today. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with, yes, I said it once, I'll say it again, the queen of Clubhouse, Jess Mears. Thank you, Jess, for joining us here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for leading those amazing conversations over at Clubhouse. Folks, if you want to go ahead and learn more, you know where to look, especially if you are trying to figure out how you can best use Clubhouse in your circle of influence. Uh, it's, it's a great opportunity for us to have conversations outside of our traditional echo chambers and really to invite people who are liberty curious into our circle. So I encourage you, if you now, I guess if you're part of the Android circle like yours truly, you can now take part in this, uh, what, at one point in time was exclusively iPhone user um, access for the Clubhouse app. So thank you to Cl- the Clubhouse producer or producers, I guess the Clubhouse app creators for uh, now including the Android uh, user experience as well. And Jess, I'm looking forward to hopping on Clubhouse here with uh, you at some time in the very near future. We'll talk about sales and all other fun things, marketing. Maybe we can get a conversation with my uh, my guys here, Chris Coizetta and Jeremy Todd, have a conversation about sales and, uh, sales and marketing. So yeah, definitely looking forward to doing something like that here in the near future. And Folks, if you're enjoying the conversation we're having here, the Brian Nichols Show, like the conversation we had today with Jess, well, number one, what you could do is share today's episode, and you can go ahead and make sure you tag Jess, but also tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Minds.com, and Parlor.com. Also, if you could, go ahead and tell folks that you enjoy this show by giving us a quick five-star rating and review, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash reviews. You can go ahead, number one, see all the reviews, but you can go ahead and give a review right there on the Brian Nichols Show website. I mean, it's super easy for you folks. So it's briannicholshow.com forward slash reviews. That's all you have to do. Five stars. And then tell us what value you get from the program. I talked about this uh, back on the last episode with Chris Goizetta telling stories, right? Or I guess it was two episodes back telling stories. Was it with Chris? I don't know. The episodes all kind of blend together and they're all great conversations. So it's hard to differentiate great conversation from great conversation, but to, across the board, great stories. You know what it was? It was with Wes David because we we're talking about songwriting. That's right. I'll get to my point now. Great stories um, will help sell. Um, And when you guys go ahead and do a quick review, you're telling a story. You're telling what you're getting from your experience in listening to the show. So are you learning how to be a better communicator? Are you learning how to uh, better create value? Are you learning how to brand or who your target market is? Are, Are you learning things in that world and applying it to politics? Are you getting value from the conversations we're having with our experts or our candidates? Are you having 
a value in terms of what you're getting here every single week? I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the numbers continually increase. So I would just love to hear what you guys are getting from value. So please, again, briannicholshow.com forward slash reviews, a five-star rating review. I would greatly appreciate it. Or heck, if even if you don't want to give me a five-star review, at least tell me what it is that you would want to see better. Or, or you can go ahead and email me if you don't want to go ahead and maybe broadcast that out there for the whole world to see. But hey, if you do, by all means, feel free. But if not, email me, brian at briannicholshow.com. Or hey, if you want to go ahead and uh, let's say you are a guest that you think you'd be a good a good guest here on the Brian Nichols Show, or you rep- represent a guest and you want to go ahead and get them on the program, well, again, email me Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com. Would love to have a conversation to learn how we can help you out and also what we can go ahead and promote, have conversations about. Are we going to be able to help educate, enlighten, and inform? As is the goal, I certainly hope so. Um, and and by the way, there is a million other uh, great podcasts. Complete side note out there that you can go ahead and support. Um, I was really lucky; I got to hang out with uh, my good buddy Fritz there from FritzCast down at the Liberty Speaks event in Delaware. Got to meet also, by the way, some awesome people that have been in the greater movement that I just haven't really had the chance to meet yet. Folks like Spike Cohen, uh, and uh, I guess he's technically Tasha's husband, but yes, Tasha was there as well, um, and, and also being able to uh, to see Michael Heiss, Angela McArdle, Fritz, as I had mentioned, and, and a slew of other amazing uh, folks. Anthony Samar- uh, Samaroff was there. So thank you um, to folks who lead these events, by the way. This is important for us to be able to continue to like build the real relationship building that needs to be built beyond the echo chambers or the conversations we see each other in online. Let's build the real face-to-face, you know, blood, sweat, and tears that needs to be built in this movement to actually make us a formidable force going forward. We need to be unified. Um, and I think that's why what Jeremy and David fight and Reed Coverdale are doing with the, the Liberty unity approach has been so important. So I implore you guys to, if you want to uh, really focus on liberty, unity, actually live it um, and go out, get involved, reach out to people that maybe you disagree with and try to find those their uh, areas of common ground or agreement. Stop focusing on the negative. Stop focusing on the disagreement. Start focusing on where we agree, because I think we're going to find that where we agree is much much stronger and and much more uh, something we can build upon than the areas that we disagree. So again, just a little aside uh, there completely, you know, off the, the cuff because I think it's important, um, honestly. So with that being said, if you're enjoying uh, what we're doing here at the program, I would love your support. You can become a supporting listener at $5 or $10 a month over at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Brian Nichols show. And you can become, yes, I said a $5 or $10 a month subscriber, which is our entry level sales or account level executives where we're having mastermind conversations, one-on-one dialogues, but everybody is going to get one of these awesome don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. It's a great way to pique interest. It's easy to convey what it means to be a libertarian in that very simple phrase. And again, that's something we're teaching over at the Brian Nichols Show Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash Brian Nichols Show. Also, I've given them a shout before. I'll give them a shout again. The Proud Libertarian Store. It's briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop where you can go ahead and shop exclusive Brian Nichols Show merch over on Proud Libertarian. Lots of great stuff there from our question everything snapbacks, our awesome Alexa overthrow the government and Google overthrow the government, uh, bumper stickers, cool mask bro t-shirts, and more, briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. So, with that being said, coming up here on Friday, I am joined by, he is from veteransofwar.org, Wiley Gray is joining the program, and we are discussing how ayahuasca and other plant medicines are helping veterans when they're combating PTSD, anxiety, depression, TBIs, and more. 
plant medicine is a, a great opportunity for you to learn about how these alternative forms of medicine, as discussed on past episodes, yes, are in fact taking on the medical industrial complex. A great conversation come up here on Friday with Wiley. So make sure you hit subscribe if you're on the YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, little notification bell, so you're not missing a single episode. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Jess Mears. We'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.